all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm Danielle Boer, your host as always. Thank you so much for listening. And I have some great news. I'm so excited. So not only we're almost in every continent now, which is amazing. So cool. Um, so Canada now, and of course, United States, Cameroon, Australia, France, Belgium, Turkey, India. I feel like I'm letting somebody down here. <laughs> I can't remember all of them, but uh, there's so many different. Oh, Russia. England, I said France. So there are so many different continents that people are listening. You guys rock. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I'm so glad that something that was said uh, really touched you. Like I said, please, guys, email me and reach out. I'd love to hear from you. So usually I say how I met people. Awesome. Now, this lovely lady that's a guest today. I have known her since she was a little child. It's so crazy because she's so grown up now. So I'm so excited to have her on. She is a wonderful, beautiful, uh, mature, no offense to my son, the same age, way more <laughs> mature than him. Don't, if he's listening. Sorry, Sean. Uh, so um, Kelsey Weaver is a disability advocate with cerebral palsy who lives in Martinsbury, Ohio, where I used to live. Uh, in June 2022, she created her own blog called Powerfully Disabled, a blog to empower those with disabilities and their allies. Kelsey currently has an associate's degree in mental health and currently continuing her education to earn a bachelor's degree in social work. I'm so excited. Hi, Kelsey. Welcome. Hi, Danielle. Thanks for having me. Oh, my gosh. You're so welcome. I feel like I know I've seen you since then, but I feel like I, the last time that I actually spoke to you and got to talk to you was Sean's birthday, like many, many years ago. So, yeah, yeah that was a great time. Thank you. It was very fun. I think it was his 16th birthday. Yeah, I think it was his 16th birthday. And uh, 
it was so much fun. I think we had a DJ and like all the kids were dancing. It was a great time. And thank you for being such a good friend to him, by the way. He's an awesome kid. You should be very proud. Oh, I am. Thank you so much. Okay. So I'm so glad that you agreed to come on here and talk to me. And I just wanted to ask you some things. And we're going to start off uh, a little different than I usually do. And I just want to kind of get um, kind of an understanding for everyone that doesn't know uh, what cerebral palsy is. So can you explain to everyone what exactly is cerebral palsy? Okay, so for those that don't know, I was born with cerebral palsy and um, basically what happened, there was a bleed to my brain that caused me to have CP. Oh, okay, and so were you born with cerebral palsy? Yes, I was, and okay. wasn't an injury. It was something I was born with, so I kind of had to adapt with that my whole life. Wow. I'm just going to say that you're so... I'm going to try not to cry. I cry almost every episode, Kelsey. You might not know that, <laughs> but I'm going to try not to cry. But I'm so proud of Sean, but I'm so proud of you. And... um you help me look at stuff differently then I just this is not you know I'm kind of skipping to to the end maybe that I would say this but seriously how strong and happy and you are always smiling you guys cannot see her beautiful smile but she is always smiling since she was a little kid I mean um literally smiling and I just really love that about you um whatever challenges you've had and had to deal with, you do it with the best attitude. And even when times are hard, you're such a good example for everybody else because, you know, I've stubbed my toe and cried for an hour, you know, and, and, and that's not even serious. You know what I'm saying? Like I, and that's an exaggeration, but do you, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So it gives me a different outlook. And that's why I love the show, because I love looking at other people's points of view and perspectives and, and really kind of kind of seeing it through your eyes and thinking, oh, my goodness, like, how would I respond to that? You know, and I feel like you're responding to it way better than I would. Uh, so speaking of that, what challenges did you have? as a child and I know you've always been in a wheelchair but was it hard to adjust to it or how did you adjust um well I've had a mobility device all my life like when I was first growing up I was always in a stroller and then I would say about five or six years old I um started it was hard because like, growing up, if you want to go over to your friend's house or you want to go to a sleepover, you know, you can just get up and go. For me, I always have to think about, like, okay, what do I need? What kind of accommodations do I need? How am I going to be able to go to the bathroom at this person's house? You know, how am I going to be, is it going to be wheelchair accessible? 
so I can even get in the building. So many things that other people normally wouldn't even have to worry about. And I think that's for a lot of people in my shoes, people with disabilities. So that's just some of the challenges. Right. It, I respect you so much. or any, And you know, this is not the same, but so I started doing stand-up comedy and AGT now has a hearing impaired comedian. She made it to the live rounds, but she didn't make it past it. And I loved her. She is hilarious. And she has an interpreter. And the funny part is, is comedy is that she's making, not making fun of her disability, but she was saying that she also has blind and deaf dogs. And so she was making fun of the dog that wasn't blind or deaf like that. She was like, he's annoying. You know, it was so funny. So I respect her because it's so scary being up on stage, but she can't even really hear everything that's around her. And she has the guts to do it. Like I literally get scared every single time and I don't have, you know, a disability. So it's just, I just respect it so much because like I said, I think sometimes we take so many things for granted, you know, just like you said, so many people take things for granted. And then when you don't have that, when you can't say, for instance, you know, somebody breaks their leg and now they can't walk. Now they're in a wheelchair or they're having to use crutches and then they have to kind of see things through the same way that you would, you know, being in a wheelchair. And it makes you think so much. And, um, you know, it's just, I have to think at things differently. I wish I did because I, you're right. I can just go through any door. I don't have to worry about if there's a ramp. I don't have to worry about, you know, if the restroom, I mean, I have a wide touche, but I don't have to worry about if the restroom's big enough. I always tease because I feel like some of those restroom stalls are so tiny. Um, yeah. And it's because I, I need to lose weight, but that's a different story. But anyway, I like to laugh. I'm sorry, Kelsey. So that's a different story. But, you know, those things make you think differently. So... And if I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I just ahead, wanted talk. to say one more thing. And I think you're exactly right. Like, the disability community is the only minority that you can be a part of at any time. Especially as we get older, like, a lot of people don't realize this. You have a big chance of becoming disabled. So, when we see people's homes that aren't accessible, or someone has the injury and all of a sudden, they can't even go back to their homes because there's some disabled people, they have to live in nursing homes because their yeah. home's not accessible. So that's what I hope to accomplish with my blog is to make people think, have a different perspective and have people think differently. That's beautiful. And we will talk about your blog, but absolutely. I... and. And not to compare, but because it's not the same, but that's why I want to do this show because I want people to think differently as well. I don't want people to be so close-minded and judgmental. 
And so I want people to see stuff from people's point of view because so many people go through things that you would never know. You would never know that some of the people I've interviewed, Kelsey, I didn't even know that they used to be homeless. I didn't even know the things that they've been through that they struggled with and all the hard times that they had. And now they're successful and that's when I met them. But I like talking about kind of, you know, like stepping up to that point. What are things you went through and then going up to like, you know, what are you doing now? And because it shows like if somebody's listening right now and you and you're going through the same thing, this may help you. That's the whole thing. That's the whole reason why you and I want to do this is because it may help so many other people. Nobody's alone. You know, we're all somebody's also going through something that you're going through. And so if we can give advice or, or tell them something that maybe would help them, that's something that's a beautiful thing. And you never know how much you can touch somebody's life just from your words that you write on your blog. And it's very smart and awesome that you're doing that. Now, okay. With your how does your wheelchair work it's electric like right is it yes the okay. wheelchair that i main wheelchair that i use is an electric chair okay awesome is it very heavy so if when they lift it is it is it a heavy chair or well from what i have like how i get in and out of my car i have like a ramp that comes down so Okay. Sometimes they don't really have to do a lot of lifting, but if someone were to like lift it into a building, it would be extremely heavy. Okay. So I've seen some people have to lift them in and out because I work at a hospital. So um, out of the back of their vans to get the patients into the hospital. And I feel like it looks like it's so heavy. I'm like, oh my goodness. It really is, and that's why I'm thankful I have a ramp that comes down just, like, on my door that I just comes down, and I can just get in and out very easily. Um, but not everybody has that. And also, too, I also have different chairs. Like, I have a manual chair, two manual chairs, one that's smaller, like, so that way... A building's not accessible and I have to get into a building I can use that chair because the Americans with Disabilities Act they're supposed to have buildings that are accessible yes but unfortunately just because there's laws out there not many people enforce it so even today there still are a lot of buildings that aren't accessible so that's so sad. It's 2022. That's the thing that's really sad. And I'm sorry that you have to go through that. I, I'm not going to assume because you're such a nice person, but have you ever gotten frustrated or upset? I mean, I'm still human. That doesn't mean that I don't get upset, but yeah. There's been plenty of times where I've gotten frustrated or disappointed in certain things. Um, but, you know, I try to, that's why I try to do my advocacy because 
sometimes people, like, when they disagree, they just want to yell and scream. I don't think that's going to help anybody. I just try to educate the best I can, and hopefully they learn something from that. Education is important, and um, you're right. That That's awesome of you. So awesome of you, and so mature. I... I wish you could teach everyone to be like, <laughs> just teach the whole world because we need to. I mean, I talk about it a lot at, at the end of the podcast. I say like, be kind and you never know what someone's going through and treat everybody, you know, great and, and, and everything. And so education is important and that's smart of you to say, okay, well, let me tell you why and how and all that stuff because that also opens up people's eyes because if you don't know there's a problem i hate to say that of course we know there's a problem but some people are so oblivious to things and they just go about da, 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 da. and it's not sometimes maybe that they don't care maybe they just don't even realize that it's an well issue. i think you're exactly right and Sometimes if you don't have a friend or a family member that does live with a disability and you're not around that, you truly don't know what they go, what good people go through or what they need to be successful. So I, I understand that there's some people that truly just don't know, but I would just say just try to talk to people with disabilities in your area or if there's any like advocacy groups in see what you can do from there and that's why I say it's a blog to empower people with disabilities and their allies because I want everybody to learn yes oh my gosh I love you you're such a smart lady um wow you're so awesome you really are awesome you always were awesome but you're so you're so you really are. You're so awesome because you're just like, you're so intelligent and you know what you want and and no offense. This is going to, sorry, young people, don't get offended. I'm so sorry. I just turned 40, by the way. And so I feel like sometimes each generation, and I'm not going to say people are lazy, but I feel like with technology nowadays, people don't want to go figure out stuff or it could be the opposite they have more avenues to figure out stuff but for you to be your age and to be so driven that you're like no I'm going to help others I'm going to help others see what what we go through I'm going to try to help others that maybe are trying to take care of someone else you know and they need to know uh, how to do these things and to be so positive I just, I really love that. I love positivity. I love energy. And I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I'm just proud of any young person that has a business or has a, like a, your blog. I love those kind of things. I love that because we need to, like each generation has to step up, you know? And so it, it's awesome that you're like, you know, at your young, and I'm not calling you young as in like you're 12, but you're still young to be doing this great and to be honest i only have an associate so once you get your bachelor's you're going to have more <laughs> more degrees than me. but that's okay i mean that's it's okay uh so but that's awesome that's what i'm saying and i'm 40 so that's really great of you so now 
in high school, uh, Sean, who's my oldest, is 21. You just turned 21, right? A little while. Yeah, I just turned 21 in July. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. So Sean is a little bit older than you. He turned 21 in March. But I know you from, well, actually, I've known you since you were in elementary. But in the band, you guys were in the band together. So what else activities were you involved in in school? And were there any, like, accommodations that were made for you? Well, okay. So there's two sides to that story. Mm -hmm. So, from my seventh grade to my freshman year, I was a cheerleader. Awesome. And actually, in my blog, it's called Let the Shameful Walls of Inclusion Come Tumbling Down. I talk about my experience as a cheerleader, and I actually did face some discrimination Aww. from um, the, the cheerleader. Well... Yeah, from my time as being a cheerleader, let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't allowed to ride the bus, the same bus as my um, teammates. I wasn't allowed to do, for a while, I wasn't allowed to wear the same outfits until that role got changed. And um, there's like a fenced-in... <laughs> I don't, you're familiar with our football field, so yes. I'll try to explain it. I had to stand outside of, like, the fenced-in area while everyone else was allowed on the field. So, I was not allowed on the field for a very long time. And if I was out on the field the time I was allowed, my grandfather had to stand with me. Because... They called that quote unquote a safety thing, but that's a whole nother story. But so I did face some discrimination, but then I got connected with uh, Mrs. Julia Wayne, and she is so welcoming. And I at first I joined the choir, and that's where I got involved. And then all the kids and Mrs. Wayne was like, you need to join band. And it's honestly the best thing I ever did hmm. because when I was in high school, whenever I had troubles and stuff, I would just lean on that. And it really is. And I'm sure, you know, with your son, it was just like a family. So yeah. I've seen both sides of the spectrum on that, but band has really helped me. And during my senior year, um, they accommodated a bass drum and they attached it to my wheelchair. So I got to play the drum as well. Drums and cymbals, those were my instruments. Oh my goodness, that's so awesome. So I just want to say that um, Mrs. Wayne, Mr. Wayne, if you're listening, that they were like parents to my, to Sean as well. They literally helped me and were like second parents to him. And that's how they are with all the kids. They are so amazing. Such amazing people, human beings. And they love, they just love. They love the kids that are in any of the the arts you know because they do all the stuff so if you guys don't know 
Um, so Mr. Wayne is the uh, middle school. That's right, right, Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. been a while since I've been gone for a few years. And then Mrs. Wayne is the the high school. And so they do the band and chorus and all that stuff. And there's a concert that's all together. And at one point, all three of my boys were in the band. And Carmine played the flute. And he was in the band for a while. And Sean played the trumpet. And Sean was in theater. And they also, I mean, they designed everything. And would stay up and would work. And would work so hard. And she involved the kids. And she involved everyone. And so did Mr. Wayne. And it was, you're absolutely right, like a family. And I really... I'm so grateful for them because, and I'm sure you are, Kelsey, like you just said. So they really have made a lot of accommodations for different kids and have taken in kids to help raise them. I mean, just so many wonderful, beautiful things. If you need something, they would help you with it while they were dealing with health issues as well themselves. Yeah. And they always went out of their way to make sure I was included. Like from day one, I was in the band. They said you're one of us, and we're not gonna we're not gonna leave you behind, as other organizations that the school did. So I'll always be grateful to them. And me and Mrs. Wayne, we still keep in contact. She's like a second mom. So that's so awesome. Thank you again, Mr. and Mrs. Wayne. You really have touched so many people's lives. And um, I just, I'm really blessed to have gotten to know them and thankful. Sean started everything in fifth grade. And Sean, so my son, I know he listens, but he doesn't like me talking about him. I love you, but he really had some issues with I'd say fitting in as well to be honest and a different reason but just you know at one point he would stammer and stutter and he just felt like people would you know make fun of him and he really fit in and he had an issue with a kid in the band before and he went to them and they took care of it and that meant a lot because they care enough to try to fix that. You don't want anybody to feel like they're left out, you know, or feel like, right. yeah. And so I'm very thankful. And so Sean would be scared in different plays and stuff, but they gave him this part where he was a nightingale and he literally whistled a song and it was the most beautiful thing. And I was so proud of him. And I cried, of course, because I always cry, <laughs> but he, was also proud of himself so as a parent to see that and to see how how they were so supportive and you know so many people say it takes a village to raise a kid and it does and so and hopefully the village is positive and so I'm sorry Kelsey that you went through that with the cheerleaders and I can see how you went through that to be honest um I've seen stuff that I was like not involving you, but just different things. I've heard things. I'm sorry you went through that, but I'm very grateful that you also had Mr. Wayne and Mrs. Wayne because I'm. it is like a family, and you deserve, you 
are a person. You deserve everything that everybody else is getting treated. That's what you deserve. You are a person, you know? Right. So, but just to let you know, that's how some people are. And I'm sorry. And I played soccer for 17, no, 13 years. And I would not play in high school because they didn't treat me. They treated me different and they were kind of rude and I wouldn't even try out and I, maybe I would have been really good at soccer but I never finished I did it on the rec league and then after that I didn't want to do it anymore because it was so uncomfortable so that's unfortunately that's how schools are the schools you know I mean because people are mean like they're just mean about anything and it's not fair and so that's why you're so important you're so important because you are speaking up for so many people that might not even be able to speak up. So, um, I, again, I'm so proud of you and you're awesome. Now, um, you. you're, you're so welcome. Now you have a buddy. Oh, so you have a Jackson. Okay. What is he called? He's a service dog. Is that what he's yes. called? Okay. He's a service dog and I got him in seventh grade and he's just really been a help to me. Um, what he does for me, uh, he basically helps me with assistance. So, like, he can help me pick things up. The little handicap entrance buttons on the doors, he can press those so he can help me open the doors. Um, so, opening doors, picking stuff up for me that I drop. Um... He can pick up his leash, so if it gets tangled in my chair. Um, basically, just tasks for assistance and helping me be more independent. That's what his job is. Wow. That's so awesome. How long was his training, and how old was he when, when he came to live with you? So his training, basically, from the time he was born, he was training. Um, but I actually got him at two years old. Okay. And he's 10 now. So Aww. I've had him for a while. He is so cute. Is he a black lab? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I remember when he was, uh, when he was younger and... Again, I respect service dogs so much because I can't imagine. First of all, I have a wild puppy, okay? He's 11 months old. And I can't imagine him training to do nothing, let alone. <laughs> like, they're so focused. Like, service dogs are so focused and so... All animals are smart. All animals are smart. But service dogs are so focused. I've seen some get trained, actually, in the pet store. And it was, I literally felt like a soccer because I was like watching them and I would go to aisle and I would watch them and they were training three dogs, three different women were training three dogs. And to just see how smart and how focused and how good they were and how much they listened, they were not distracted by everything, the other dogs walking by, people going in and out. And I, I just thought that was amazing because I know, first of all, I am a grown woman, and I get distracted by everything. Right. I feel the same I mean, way. 
uh, like literally if I hear one thing, I'm like, whoop, like a squirrel. That's me. So it's so amazing how Jackson just sits there and knows. And it's, I don't know. It's like so impressive to me. Any service dogs. I mean, any, even if they're like, um, you know, if the, if they're helping a blind person and, or anybody, I just am so impressed because they know so much and it's, it's so amazing for them to be able to help. And in that aspect, they're the eyesight for the person. And it's so important. And I, whoever, whoever thought of this, and it's probably been around a long time, is such a genius. And I'm so glad that there's, that this is around to help, to help you because I didn't even know that Jackson could do that. That's amazing. Push buttons and do all that. I mean, to pick up his leash and to just know and be there for you. It probably do. Does it help you feel like you're not alone and at times as well? Yeah, especially because like in my high school experiences, I've always had an aide with me. Mm -hmm. So I've always had someone right there. When I went, when I decided I wanted to go to college and stuff, they don't provide aid. Aww. So it's just all on me. So when I walk through the doors for the first time, as you can imagine, I was really nervous. But it helped me because I had Jackson. And not that he always hasn't helped me, he's always been a help, but just it being me and him for these past two two years, something like that, where I don't have to have an aid and it's just me and him, he's really helped me become a lot more independent. And it's a good icebreaker to make friends, too, because, I mean, think about it, who takes their dog to school? I so. know. That's the awesome thing is that you, that's right. You get a, an advantage kind of, a, um, too bad he can't help you cheat on your homework. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just teasing you. That so, way he would be way too powerful if he could talk. I'm just saying. I know. Yeah, no, then we would have to, yeah, adjust something. That would be kind of scary. Um, so you talked about college. What college did you go to? Um, I went to Belmont College in St. Clairsville, Ohio. You know why I'm smiling? Okay, everybody. I like to say stuff I have in common with people. Guess where I got my nursing degree? I'm going to guess Belmont College. Yeah. It's awesome. It's such a good school. So, yay, we have that in common. Now, you uh, went for mental health and basically we've already talked about so many things of why is mental health so important to you though and helping others with it? I think mental health, even like in our society today, it's such a big thing and going to therapy and things of that nature, um, no matter which angle you look at it, for me, 
when I started going to therapy, though, for some different things that I was dealing with, I'm not going to go into detail, but I've always had anxiety, and then I had some other issues come up, but I, it wasn't for me when I really started going to therapy and then seeing how it was helping me, like, wow, like, maybe I could help other people, and I think no matter what job you're in today, even if you work in fast food or you're you do retail somewhere having that knowledge of mental health is important so that's why I really and honestly too like when I first started out in mental health like I didn't say like I want to be a counselor for me where that came from like I just always wanted to help people like my whole life so I think it's more about helping others more than anything, but I think that mental health is extremely important. I agree. And some people, that's what I love about this too, because I actually, in so many of the episodes, people have talked about what helped them. I went to a counselor. I went to a therapist. I spoke to someone. I, you know, and, or like in a marriage, you know, they went to a counselor. So it's definitely important and some people don't realize that um that mental health is as important as physical health people don't realize that sometimes and i had somebody important to me i talk about this a lot that committed suicide and so to me mental health is extremely important because i wish i would have saw more of the signs and would have tried to and that person didn't want to get help they were an adult but i you know sometimes you look at it and you're like i didn't know they were struggling so bad and so that's the hard thing is that some people just go on through life and they just mask everything that they're feeling and i feel like sometimes that can be dangerous i think it's healthier to get it out and to talk about it and I also think that it helps you get past stuff sometimes. Like I know with me, you know, this is kind of like my therapy, talking to people. And so it kind of helps me get through things sometimes because you don't bottle it all in. And, you know, sometimes if you take, if you take a soda bottle and you shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. And then all of a sudden you empty it, you open it and it's just going to explode everywhere. But if you open it a little bit at a time and get a little bit out it's not going to explode like that so it's great that you do that and it's great that you help others i love that now social work that's what you're going to get in your bachelor's correct yes yay so what's your what's your goal um when you graduate do you want to eventually like open up your own place or you want to work for a place and be a social worker or what's your goal? Well, right now I would say my main goal when I graduate is to help work on like policy for people with disabilities. Wonderful. Um, that's probably my main goal. And that's like this blog is one extension of it, but I, I'd really like to take it further as a career. So you know what I think you would be really good at, and I, I'm just a, who am I? But 
and it would be kind of hard because you might have to travel. But you eventually, I would love to see you as a motivational speaker. And that's exactly what your blog does. And you would get paid, by the way. So that's awesome <laughs> to do motivational speaking. That's something I want to do too for different topics. So um, I feel like you would absolutely be perfect for so many different reasons to be a motivational speaker because you already are one. The posts that you, your blogs or what you write on Facebook, you speaking to people personally, that's all motivational speaking. That's all being an advocate and that's all speaking up for what's right. So if you do motivational speaking and you go to a place where there's a hundred people, look at how many people you can touch. And again, you'll probably get paid, which is good. Sometimes you can pay 250 bucks. When you start, say you do it for a couple years, you can be getting paid $1,000 to $5,000, Kelsey, just to talk to people and help them. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, I mean, I've had people approach me before about it. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying I never would. I'm just kind of just trying to finish school and go oh, with yeah. the flow right now. And if I would, like, like with your show, like, how you talk about authentic, like, I would want it to be authentic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wouldn't want it to be, like, and I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but I wouldn't want to be like, oh, I'm in a wheelchair, but even though I'm in a wheelchair, like, I don't complain. Like, I would just want it to be straight, yeah. straight from my heart. And I want people to look at me for me. You know what I mean? So it it's not that it would never be a possibility. I'd, I'd love to speak, especially to other people with disabilities, but... I'd want to come up with something that's authentic. And I still think I'm trying to figure that out a little bit. And that makes sense. Absolutely. You are 21, man. You have plenty of time. <laughs> you are doing great. I'm telling you. When I was 21, Kelsey, let's just, um, I like to talk about myself too much. But let's just talk about when I was 21. Let's compare oranges and apples. I had two kids by 20 years old. Okay. At 20 years old, I was living in a homeless shelter when I was pregnant with the second kid. So let's just compare my 20, 21-year-old self to you. Don't ever feel... I mean, you are doing fantastic. If it takes you two, three years to figure out stuff, even after you get out of school, you're doing fantastic. There's no time limit on things. There's no... That, that was my rush. That was my problem. When I moved to Ohio, I wanted to buy a house by the time I was 25. I don't know if you've been to Virginia Street, but I had a house on a hill that I used to say my yard was welcome to the jungle because the whole front yard was a hill and it was a jungle. Now, <laughs> I got that house on the land contract because I thought that I had to buy a house by 25. That house was falling apart. Falling apart. And part of it was, uh, you know, I already had kids and I was trying to do the right thing and I was trying to raise them by myself, whatever, whatever. But there's a society think you know, people in society give you these things. Oh, you got to do this by this age. You got to have this. You got to have that. Blah, 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 blah. No, you don't. Because we're all individuals, right? My path is not the same as your path. Your path is not the same as 
so-and-so's path. However you get to where you're going to be, you're already making great strides and helping so many people. So I also got married because you're supposed to get married by the time you're 30. At 30. I'm divorced now. Okay? So... <laughs> That's if, not if that's the rule, I know that's never going to happen for me because I got too much stuff to do to worry about getting married. That's right. You don't worry about that stuff. If you want to get married by then, go on ahead. But no, focus on what's important to you and you making a difference in people's lives. And that's important to you. Don't worry about, you know, whatever. And absolutely always be authentic to yourself. That is you. And that's what you can always say too is that you want people to see you for you so you are not cerebral palsy you are kelsey weaver so i understand completely that you want people to see you for you like me you know i compare it to it's not the same thing at all but i am overweight i'm very self-conscious about it and i need to do something about it but when i go on stage I think everybody's looking at me, look, looking at how big I am, and that's not who I am. I'm a caring person. I'm a loving person. I'm a funny person, you know, and that's what you, you are caring, you're loving, you're funny, you are beautiful, you are kind. That's who Kelsey is. So being authentic to you is something important, and that's why you have to be an advocate for yourself as well as others. Because if you ever got to the point where when you graduate in a couple of years or whenever you're graduating and somebody wants to, you to speak, you can control it. You can absolutely say no. You can ask them what is, what's the premise, what's going to happen, da, 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 and control the situation. Because if you don't feel like it's a good purpose or a message or whatever they're promoting or whatever is not what you agree with, don't do it just don't do it yeah right because you need to be true to yourself because if you won't be who will be right so you are important and so that's something that you know you just keep that in the back of your mind that one day if you ever want to do you can do even though you have a blog you can do daily um like a TikTok post or a Instagram reel or something like that if you ever wanted to and start off because I know you're in school. They're like 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, or 90 seconds. And you can do those starting off and just literally say an inspirational quote for the day. It doesn't even have to do about a disability if you don't want to. It could be any any inspirational thing you want to say or any uh, nugget of the day or any information of the day. Whatever you want people to know or to hear or something positive you can start off by doing that whenever you're comfortable and and feel like you have time to do it and see how you feel doing that see if you get a follow and then you know i i'm in groups if you ever like even if it's in a couple years if you decide you want to be a motivational speaker i'm actually in some groups that they kind of link you up with different events and different you know speaking things and uh so there's so many avenues and by then, there's going to be even more because stuff happens every day now. You know, everything is new every day. So definitely 
I just feel like you would help so many people. But even doing a 15-second post or whenever you feel like it, your blog is helping so many people. But if you wanted to expand to, like, video or reach people more on, like, social media, that's something that, that's an option. And you don't have to do anything anybody suggests. It's just something to think about, you know? Cause I, yeah, I, and I, I definitely want to expand it, and I don't want to go too into detail on things, because I know we have the whole rest of the interview, but powerfully disabled, like, I kind of see that as, like, my brand, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Have you trademarked it? No, I haven't, but you should. I, I was thinking about looking into that, so... Like, there'll definitely be more things powerfully disabled. I just want to start with this right now and yeah. see where it takes me because I'm not trying to brag when I say this, but I've already gotten some really good opportunities to meet with people that I admire and things of that nature, so other advocates. So I'm excited for where it takes me. I'm excited for you. And that is not bragging. You brag. Please brag. Brag because that's so awesome. That's that is amazing that you are getting to meet people that you know maybe the reason why you want to be an advocate, and that's so cool. I love that. You just went on a trip. Is that who you met? Or um, no, that was actually for vacation, family vacation. Okay. But I've been networking with um different people a lot of different people um and I actually sent letters to different advocates and stuff that I admire asking them questions and then telling them about my blog and I've actually gotten some responses from them so we've been networking back and forth and just different advocacy things throughout the state and stuff like that so I'm excited Yay! I'm excited. So who are you an advocate for so far? So I don't so right now I'm I've been asked to be on a couple of different boards, but it's not official, so I don't want to drop any names or anything okay. yet until okay. I know it's official. But um I've been an advocate in the past for Easter Seals. Okay. Um as well so were you you don't have to tell me because it's against HIPAA but not if you tell me yourself were you ever a patient at Easter Seals if you are allowed to talk about yes it? I used to be in the past okay so something else I have in common with you is that my son was a patient at Easter Seals I think three years maybe it was called an astronaut program and he did occupational therapy and what else did he do there? That's so sad. But he did it. Definitely occupational therapy was the astronaut program. And he very, um, this is my second son. And so not Sean that, you know, but he struggled with reading. He could not really read and he would cry and he really had a hard time learning. So it was such a great program with so much support. And he really was so confident that once he started being able to read, he got so confident and he felt like he was the same as everyone and could fit in because it was so hard for him. He would cry when he tried to do homework and he 
He very, he struggled to understand things, and it broke my heart as a parent, and I just wanted him to get the help, and I'm glad that they were there for him. Yeah, they really helped me a lot, helped me be who I am today, so I really have to thank Easter Seals. I did, when I was younger, I did speech therapy, and then I also did physical therapy, occupational therapy. And I've been able to be on their telethon in, in the past when I was younger and do different advocacy things for that nature. So, And they've always been very supportive. They share my blog post a lot to their network, which I'm grateful for that. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. And I love their uh, telethon. I actually knew somebody that was on it too, but he was on the news. Um, he was an anchor for the news and he was on the telephone. That is so cool. You've done so many things. I think you are kick butt. So kick butt. It's so awesome that you've done so many things already. I just love it. And even, and this again, Kelsey, this doesn't have to do with your disability. This has to do with your age and how driven you are and how like, motivated you are as a 21 year old you just turned 21 for goodness sake so that's so awesome of you to accomplish so much already thanks and i glad to say i have to give it to my family too because from a young age they've really been telling me to get out there and get involved and same with my brother and he he's non-disabled they've always told us like get out there get involved and like my mom she always wanted us to get involved in something and if we if we like it you know stick with it so i got to give that credit a lot to my family that's wonderful uh you have a beautiful family and i'm so glad that they encouraged you to do that because we should and it really I feel like it helps kids, like you said, learn who you are and just basically kind of discover yourself because you got to try things to know what you're good at, right? Or what you like. Maybe you right. don't like it. Uh, it's so that's that's a wonderful thing. Now, we've said this so many times, but <laughs> we've talked about your blog. And so I'm so excited to talk about it a little bit more. Uh, powerfully disabled, like you said, that's your blog, that's your brand. How did you come up with the name? Honestly, I, it's just something that came to me because so many times, even in the media, like if you see somebody that's disabled, it's usually a sad story or it's usually inspirational piece that's supposed to inspire you and I don't think that a lot of people just don't see us for who we are we are powerful we are you know we we get the job done and we are just people but we are powerful but we and we do have voices and we do deserve to be heard so I think that's not a lot of things let me try this again. There's, there's a lot of people who don't want us to be heard for us. It's just for their narrative. 
So I'm here to say that we are powerful. We do have lives and just we are who we are, I guess. Right. So I think I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I read your uh, post about I am Kelsey. I'm not your inspiration. And I think basically what I take from what you're saying is that, like we just said, you are not your disability. You are you. So I love what you wrote about when somebody is in the grocery store. Do you want to kind of say like a little snippet of what you what you wrote? Well, yeah, and I said that because that has really happened to me. Wow. Like, I'll be out in the grocery store, and people will be like, wow, look at you out and about. You inspire me. Like, no, like, I go to the grocery store just like anybody else. Like, I buy toilet paper and groceries and things just like anybody else. Like, I'm just a person. I'm not here to inspire you because I'm disabled and you don't know how you would do it if you were in my shoes. Now, if you're inspired because of my mission and what I'm doing to help other people, that's great. And I really respect that. But don't, don't be inspired by me just because of my disability in that I'm in the because this is my life. Like, I've had this since day one. Like, I've never had a day that I couldn't. I've always been not able to walk. I've always had cerebral palsy. So I have to take what I've been through and run with it. I don't have a choice. Right. So this is my life. And if people are genuine and people care about me and they see what's in my heart and they're inspired by that that's fine but don't be inspired just because I'm in a wheelchair if that makes sense because when right. people do daily tasks like going to the grocery store or going to school getting the education I don't think that's anything that people should be inspired by if that makes sense Absolutely. It's just daily stuff. Right. I, I agree with you 100%. It's daily things like that you do because you need to eat and you need to eat, right? Because like, you won't survive if you don't eat. You have to. So I, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like, I feel like I wouldn't have looked at it that way. And when I read those words that you wrote, I kind of stopped in my tracks like, oh my goodness, that makes 100% sense, but I never would have thought of it that way. And so I, I'm just grateful to get your point of view and I'm grateful to, and to be honest, don't get offended, but you are an inspiration because of that how driven you are and how much you help people and how, you know, like that, not because of. No, yeah. I appreciate that. And I'm, and I appreciate because you know me and yeah. you see what's, you see what's in my heart and 
you see what I what I stand for. People, if you're inspired by that, that's great. But I've, I've had people that said, like, if I was in your shoes, I literally couldn't do it. Don't just see me because of my disability. See me for me. And if you're inspired by my mission, like I said, that's fine. But don't be inspired just because I'm the girl in the wheelchair and you're inspired by that. First of all, that person is a dumb dumb that said that. What is wrong with people? What makes people think that they are so entitled that they can just say whatever's on their mind? Keep it to yourself. If you're going to say something, let's talk about this. What year was this made up? I don't know. My parents used to say it to me and my grandparents. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Are we in kindergarten? Like, what, what is going on? Why, why do we need to say that? Like, why would you say something like that? That doesn't even make sense like i've seen so many parents that have kids that are disabled or maybe the kid has on uh you know the headpiece because they might have swelling in their brain or something like that and i don't ever say oh i'm inspired no i know it has to be hard because i raise kids kids raising kids is hard i don't care you know what the situation is but it's going to be harder but i say like Oh, you're so cute. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a normal kid. This is a kid. Whatever I would look at a kid and see is what I see when I see that kid. You know what I'm right. saying? Because we're all we're all special and unique, but we're not this those things. Like you said, I'm not just the girl in the wheelchair. For goodness sake. For goodness sake. Like, uh, people make me so mad sometimes. And... I want to say this to everyone. If you see someone treating somebody wrong or horribly or talking to them any kind of ignorant way, if they have a disability, it's our job as non-disabled people to speak up. This is not okay. Or anything like with race or if somebody's have a hate crime or if somebody is gay or lesbian, somebody's treating them wrong. It's our job. Just speak up. This is wrong. It's wrong. It's not okay. You cannot treat people like this. No matter what your opinion is, keep it to yourself. Unless it's something bad. Now, don't keep it to yourself if something bad is happening. I'm just saying, if you're trying to be hurtful, don't be hurtful. Why? Why would you do that? I don't understand. I, 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 I don't think I'll ever understand that. I feel like, you know, so many times it's came up in interviews that people say, Hurt people hurt people. And it's true. Yeah. When someone is hurting on the inside, they feel like they have to, like, what, spread it around? No. no, Nobody needs that, too. We don't need it. We don't want it. You know, spread around joy. Spread around happiness. Spread around kindness. Spread around those things. That's going to help someone. But purposely hurting someone's feelings or saying something ridiculous it just doesn't make sense and that's how kids end up that way because the parents are that way and now exactly. we got yeah now we got generations of ding-dongs no offense sorry listeners but it it really frustrates the crap out of me but now you got generations of people that are um and you you know where you live and sometimes you know 
people don't treat people right because of race or whatever or whatever the case may be and it's not fair it's stupid and i live in atlanta now and there's so many different cultures here and i love it because that's how the world is and that's how united states is so it's nice right. to see diversity you know and um just so, my thing is if you see somebody that's different just treat them how you would treat every, everybody else right like if you have a disability like you may be disabled but you're not different than anybody else you're you're still a person right like don't don't speak down to me like i'm a little kid treat me with respect treat me how you would want to be treated that's all i ask and you deserve it everybody deserves it everybody deserves to be treated with respect and as a human being because we are we we everybody deserves it and it's sad that we have to say this it's sad that you have to say this that yeah, exactly we shouldn't have to say hey treat people with respect <laughs> you shouldn't say treat me like anybody else no that should be naturally what happens because i always say think about this what if your child had a disability? What if your child had a disability? What if you had a disability? Would you want to be treated differently? Would you want to be um, stared at and gawked at and people say rude things to you and, and all that stuff? Would you, how would you feel if you wanted to go to a place and you couldn't get in the building. How would you feel? How would you feel if you're in a place and you couldn't safely get out of the building? Exactly. That is so crazy to me. And that should be illegal. And I think it is, like you said, it's illegal. There's no way that you're telling me that a person with a disability or, for instance, I remember back Maybe 20 years ago, I've worked at restaurants a long time ago. In every restaurant, every even in the hospital, we had Braille writing for blind people. I don't even see that anymore. Like, and I think it's because of technology, maybe. They have, like, stuff on tablets and everything. But I feel like we should still have accessibility, like you said. Be it a Braille menu or stuff in the hospital instructions in braille we don't even have instructions in different languages when i send right. someone home that speaks a different language i have to sing send it to them in english directions for goodness sake they don't they can't read it like it's like it's like sending i'm trying to think what is it like okay it's like saying for instance it's like saying you're going to send me a something and it's written in greek or french i don't understand that really? stuff and so everybody says like the big excuse is oh it costs money and stuff like this to get these accommodations up but if you start with these accommodations from the ground up when they're working on a building or you're working on something and then it wouldn't cost any extra then if you were to add it in the first place. Absolutely. 
And we're not asking for anything special. We're asking for these accommodations to help us be successful and to help us be a part of society. Right. And, and, um, again, and that's for not just me in a wheelchair, that's for people that are deaf, that's yes. people that are blind, right? Any, any kind of disability. Right. Then, and, and I agree. And I had a patient, it was so cool. She, we don't have nothing at the hospital for her, but she had this really cool tablet and she was nonverbal. And the tablet, she wrote words with her eyes. It was the coolest thing, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. And, but the problem was, that somebody had to hold the tablet for her. Well, what if she doesn't have anybody to hold it for her? How would she, you know, speak then? How could people know what she was saying? And and the also the problem was that you had to angle it a certain way. If it wasn't angled a certain way, and we don't know how to use it. So us nurses are supposed are trying to help her. She can't communicate with us yet and tell us how to do it. And we're trying to angle it to where her eyes can, you know, read it. And so she could spell. And it made me so sad. We were just trying to help her, but it was so sad that there's all these even, like, even in her her helping device, there was still problems, you know? I mean, it wasn't even easy. It was still hard. And it's like, she has to deal with this every single day. And she was the funniest. She was hilarious. Like, she was hilarious. But it was just like, it was sad because we were trying with all our might to help her and we've never seen it before we didn't know and it was just a struggle and i just felt like man like this is frustrating as heck like you know it's just it's it's got to be and so it's great that there's that technology and but there's got to be something better you know there's got to be something better that you only can angle it this way or it won't read i mean <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. It's every disability. It's, but the fact that buildings don't have, um, they don't have ramps. Like you're supposed to have a ramp on a building on a, and an entrance. And like, there's no excuses for the people that don't have these in their businesses or whatever, because the law is 32 years old. That oh, says you're supposed to have accommodations. Oh my so, gosh. I don't, I just don't understand it. Like, and that adds, not only that adds customers to their businesses. Right. Having it real. And think about it this way like, just for example, there's a lot of accommodations, but let's say ramps, okay? Mm -hmm. Strollers for babies. I yep. mean, you're a mom. How easier does that make it? If you have, to lift the stroller up the stairs or if yeah. there's like a little step to the door or something it's going to be hard to lift your kid up there right so it's not just for us it's for there's a lot of uses you can do it for yeah well just like with anything like in elevators or the place i work now is so dangerous and if a blind person was walking into that elevator the elevator would literally close on them because it's closed on me before and I can kind of react to it. It's not okay. That's not safe. That's dangerous. 
that's dangerous for somebody in a wheelchair. I've been pushing someone in a wheelchair, and luckily the elevator closed on my butt, but not the person in the wheelchair because it would have crushed their hands. I mean, come on. Like, that's ridiculous, and that's scary. It's scary that that's how it is still in 2022 with lots of stuff. I mean, it's just like what really is – I mean, you know, like <sighs> – I expected oh, I, more, like, by I now. I understand, trust me, and that's why, I mean, with the American with Disabilities Act and other things that are out there, it's great, but there's still a lot more work to do, and that's why we have such great advocates out here in the disability community that are working hard to try to make some changes, so. Yeah, it, it's important, and... um. I am very busy, but I want to look into helping. And can allies be advocates too and speak up or like to help or how? Oh, anybody could be an advocate. Yeah. That's why, that's why I made sure I was very intentional to talk about allies too, because anybody can be an advocate. I think at the forefront, like speaking for communities should be people with disabilities. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, parents siblings or just allies i think anybody can help out because there's powers in numbers so that's right so golly you're so a woman ahead of your time to be honest you really are and uh, i think it's awesome and so and then i keep thinking of myself which is not good everyone i'm like man at 21 was i thinking like this nope <laughs> not at all no offense i'm a good person i've helped a lot of people i've done a lot of good things but again was when i was a lot older i mean not a lot older but you know as time goes on because i help homeless people in atlanta unfortunately there's a lot of homeless people i help out as much as i can in different ways but i'm like man at this at, at your age, I was not the, as mature as you. And so that's why I'm so, like, impressed and, like, yes, because – and you have good guidance. And, again, things are different with technology and stuff. You know, it's a, it's a different age and time. But it's awesome that you're so – you're so mature and, and you know what you want and you just go out and do it. It's awesome. Now, do you have any advice, which we actually kind of talked about – do you have any advice, though, for someone with a disability? Maybe they're struggling with an issue where they live. What, what can they do to help? First of all, I just want to say your voice is so powerful. Like, no matter who you are, everybody has a voice. So if there's something you feel as though you're not treated fairly or there's something there's an issue speak up because you are your greatest advocate and at the end of the day you may have family you may have friends and they may have great attention and it's great to have that help but nobody knows what you're going through truly besides you mm -hmm. so speak up be your own advocate and my other advice is to really find that community Find other people with disabilities in your community that you can relate to or speak to or just say, hey, like, I'm having a really hard time today. Like, I need somebody to talk to. That is so important. 
I love you. And I love this um, interview so much. And you actually have helped me a lot. So thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. Because anything we're going through in life, speaking up about it and reaching out to someone and not being afraid for help, even if it's help as in, I'm having a hard day. Can you just help me get through this? Or can you just listen to me? That's important. And as a human being, we we need that personal connection. And and to be honest, that was what, what was hard with COVID. It's because I feel like we lost the connection that we used to have with people. We used to be able to hug people and stuff. And then it became like, whoop, can't touch anybody. And it's just like, you know, right. I feel like we lost the personal connection. So to have somebody to talk to, to reach out to like-minded people that might be going through the same thing, it's it's such a good thing to have, like to reach out to them and say, Hey, maybe how did you get through this? Or what do you think your what what's your opinion? Or whatever the case may be. And you're such a smart young lady. I really I just love it. I can't wait to tell Sean that I talked to you. Uh so where can we find you? Like, what is your blog? Like, where is it posted at? Okay, so for those who want to find my blog, just go under powerfullydisabled.com. And all, that's probably, if you want to find the blogs that we've talked about, that's the main place to go to today. But I also have other social media that's just under my name, um, Kelsey Weaver. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Weaver Kelsey. So just my just my last name first instead of my first name and then um i'm also going to give you my email um okay. if there's any people that's listening to this that they need someone to talk to like we just talked about feel free to reach out and talk because like i said community is so important and that's actually a big reason why i started my blog is because growing up like I never had anybody I can look to and say, like, hey, look what they're doing, or how do you feel about this? And it took me till I was a lot older in my 20s to actually have that. So I would, that's really why I want to do this, is because I want to be that person for other people. So please reach out. Um, my email is Kelsey. K-E-L-S-I, Weaver, W-E-A-V-E-R, the number two at gmail.com. And I'll give that to Danielle. So if anybody would like to contact me, feel free to do so. Oh, I hope that they do because you're making a big difference. And just having that support system is important. So thank you for being amazing. Thank you for speaking up for what's right. And thank you for the things that you're going to do in the future. Because I know that you're really, I mean, you, I really see you taking it all the way up to the government. Once you get out of school and once you can, I mean, you can literally make such a huge difference for so many people in the world, in the United States. And it just means so much to to be able to witness it i just it's a beautiful thing 
and everybody is really blessed to have somebody like you that really is speaking up for what's right and what is legal everyone it is legal does anybody know what legal means like legally they're supposed to be that you know so yeah. it's just it's legally it's legally because there's an act like those things should be in place so we shouldn't have to she shouldn't have to do all this and speak up for it because it should just boop, be there but unfortunately that's not the way it is so Kelsey, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, you thanks for having me. It really means a lot. My first podcast episode. So. Awesome. Yes. Um, I'm so excited. And I'm excited to keep reading your blog. So your point of view is so important. And I'm so glad to have you that you shared it with everyone. And I will keep reading your blog. It's awesome, and I just love the whole purpose of it. And one day, we will talk when you're ready. Like I said, get it trademarked, but you can make clothing out of this, everything with your brand on it. That will be so awesome. I'm so excited to see how far your brand will go. We'll speak you never know. It's, it's nowhere but up. Yes, girl. Yeah. You're so awesome. You're such a good person. And you're so like, I know I keep talking about, I know she's not like 13 young, but 21 is still young to like be accomplished and doing all those things. So I just, and I'm not trying to talk about my kid. Sean, don't think I'm trying to badmouth you because I love you. Uh, so I don't want him to think that I'm saying that he's not accomplished. I'm just talking to you and saying that, you really have accomplished so much. And again, that's not your, that's not saying that's who you are, right? That's not your disability. That's you, right. Kelsey. Like, that's you kicking butt as a young lady. That's you taking charge and saying, guess what? I'm going to make a difference, right? And that's our job. I think our that's our job as humans is to just help and be kind and, and be there for people. Like, that's what I think. So, you're doing that and i can't wait well we will keep in touch and i like i yes, said I'll definitely yes and um when this airs please share it and you know so everybody can listen to your story even more and please follow her everyone check out her blogs it's amazing like and she has a lot of followers already she's kicking tushy like tushy what you have a thousand something right or something um, like that. Well, or... That's a thousand people that viewed the blogs. That's a lot. Yeah, and I I just started this in June, so the fact that that many people want to look at it is incredible. That is incredible, and a lot of it is how smart you are with the name, and I know it means a lot to you, but the name, like, really, literally, like, draws you in because it's well, so it's so clever. It's and true. I mean that that's who we are. Like I don't think we are powerful and we do have a voice and that's really my goal to say that we are disabled but we do have a voice and we do have a story to share and everybody, no matter who you are, like we all have a story to share. So yeah. that's my main goal. You're you're absolutely right. And you and I have the same same goal 
as in that is getting people's stories heard and and people just listening and hopefully learning something from it so again we'll keep in touch i thank you so much for coming on and i thank you for being again people are gonna be like how many times did she say amazing and what <laughs> but seriously and you know thank you to your parents and your in your village that helped with you and just you know told you because that's the thing is that you're such a special person and so caring that we could see that in you and so them pushing that and saying you know go be something because you're going to be so by 30 years old oh my gosh i can only imagine like what you you're gonna have done you know and um it's so awesome i cannot wait to follow you and and just see your progress and see everything and w when do you graduate with your bachelor's i know you just started graduate right? in two years so okay. 2024 Woo all right so that is awesome wait hold on you're 20 okay, okay. you're not going to be 24 in 2024 because i was going to be like that's cool you're going to be 23 in 2024 yeah okay so you're going to have two degrees by your 23 kelsey come on that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's so great Okay, so I'm proud of you, and thank you uh, for all that you do. Again, I know I've said this 200 times. Everybody's like, okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, I really mean it from the bottom of my heart. And we need more uh, people that are in your generation that are making a difference. We really do. So you're our leader, and you keep going out there, and you keep – you just get a trail of people following you behind and and you just lead them down the path of of just being a helper and a great person and a motivator and everything else well i appreciate it and like i said anybody can be an advocate so if you see this interview and want to advocate more that would be great you know so yeah, I definitely do. I want to look into it. So thank you for teaching me. Like I said, I've learned a lot in this episode. And that's why I like to ask questions is to get a better understanding. And um, and that's why it's important that you're teaching people because we need to, to understand things and see it again from your point of view. Because we, we sometimes when you're not going through it, you don't see it, you know, so... Thanks again, Kelsey, and I really appreciate you, and you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Wow. It was so amazing to see her again and to talk to her. Like I said, I've known her since she was a little kid, and I left when... I think she was in 10th grade and my son was in 11th grade. So it was awesome to get to speak to Kelsey. She's so amazing. And it's so awesome anytime I see, like I said, younger people making a difference. And just being so mature and an adult. And um, <laughs> when I was that age, like I said, I didn't have the same priorities. And um, so... It's awesome to see. And now I do, of course. I love to help people, but I just didn't have that. And the mindset, I was like kind of just raising my kids and trying to survive, you know, every day. So 
thank you for listening. And if you have a disability and you would like to reach out to her, please, 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 please do. She's an awesome person. Powerfullydisabled.com and email her if you like. I really learned a lot in this episode and I'm so glad that she came on. And if you like this podcast, Authentic Points of View, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook, Authentic Points of View Podcast. So thanks, guys. Please tell everybody word of mouth is important. Tell everybody who, you know, um, I really just want to, I don't spread people's messages and, and be an outlet for people and that we can help you at home that maybe you're going through something. It just means the world to me and I just love it. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said, you guys are awesome. And I just couldn't do it without you listening. Please, if you want to be on the show, email me. Please, please, please. If you have a topic or whatever, you want to want me to talk to someone, you know someone, please let me know. I want you to be just as involved in this as I am. And I have good news. I don't want to give a date. But uh, Authentic Points of View will eventually be on video. My goal is by October the 1st. So I don't know what Wednesday that is, like of the week of that. So that's my goal. And I'm putting it out in the universe. So <laughs> hopefully I'll get it done. But I thank you guys so much for listening and for sticking around. I know some of these episodes are longer. But I feel like everybody's message is important. And so when something is said, I feel like it's for somebody to be heard. You know, someone needs to hear it. All right. Thank you so much. I will talk to you guys next Wednesday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart.